and I thank all of you for tuning in. Um, so many of you are likely aware of the fact, if you follow the news, that the um, the newly adopted New York City budget for fiscal year 2019 will include, for the first time, a program to provide kosher and halal meals for students. This program follows a comprehensive adequacy program by Teach NYS and its coalition partners. This new uh, kosher and uh, halal lunch program reflects the leadership of the New York City Council Speaker Corey Johnson, Council Member Chaim Deitch. Both of them took active roles in guaranteeing that all students, no matter who they are, were a priority in the uh, fiscal year 2019 budget. Jake Adler is with us live via telephone. Teach NYS Policy Director can give us more insight into this very, very interesting development. Jake, welcome to JM in the AM. Thanks for having me on. It's a real, uh, real honor to be here. I appreciate that, and thank you for joining us. Um, first of all, two things that I think are really important to point out to this audience. Number one, Teach NYS, which till this point I think basically enjoyed a reputation, rightfully so, and and you know with proper with a proper, uh, uh, you know, complimentary tone, um, as fighting for private schools, fighting for private schools and uh, being there on the front lines when it comes to tuition and uh, different monies available for the government that should go as well, not only to public school but to private schools. It's pretty cool that you guys have expanded, or at least the way it looks to us, have expanded that whole mission, and you're concerned about Jewish and kosher-eating uh, students who are in public school. Yeah, well, you know, I think... Um just going back a second, I mean, I think I, w- I would stress that um, our, our number one objective at Teach NYS is to ensure that non-public schools, yeshivas, day schools, uh, what have you, are better, safer, more affordable. Um, and this, this pilot program is really a, it's a win-win situation because we were able to create a pilot program which simultaneously helps um, uh, from kids who are in public schools and Islamic uh, Muslim kids who are in public schools and at the same time can help the uh, begin to help Jewish day schools, yeshivas, and uh, Islamic schools at the same time. So this is a twofer. Um, of course, our you know our core mission remains uh, to be um, to help combat the tuition crisis, uh, the much talked about tuition crisis, to help bring in more government funding to non-public schools. But where we where we see a situation where we can help, we can simultaneously help our our kids in public schools and our kids in non-public schools and and other faith groups kids in those same situations obviously to win win we're going to go for it. Oh, I totally get that. I think it's a great job. Jake Adler's with us. Uh the second thing is this audience may not realize just how many kosher food adherents, how many kosher food eaters are in the New York City public school system. And I think that's also an important revelation for a lot of people in our community. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of the um, one of the interesting parts of this whole campaign was that when we launched it back in September of 2017, um, this was kind of the confluence of a lot of different issues that have kind of come to a head <laughs> over time. You may recall in September, the mayor, Mayor de Blasio, announced that from now on, going forward, every single kid in every single school in New York City is entitled to a free um, nutritious lunch. Right. And we and we kind of said, really. Even our kids, right? And the mayor was quick to say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Even kosher and all kids. Uh, I mean, even even non-public school kids. Everyone except. Uh, and then it was like read the fine print. Except if we have absolutely no way of doing kosher and all. Um, so we kind of said, "Wait a minute, that's not every kid." What are you talking about? Um, so that's that's kind of how the story started. What, but along the way, when we when we encountered the public school issue, one of the problems is 
no one quite knows how many kids there are in public schools that need halal or need kosher food, um, in part because of a, a, for a good reason, which is that the DOE doesn't track the right. religious observance of their kids. Good point. Um, thank, thank God. Um, right. But that did lead to a um, that did lead to a, a little bit of an advocacy issue because we had to quickly get an estimate going. One of the reasons why we have a pilot program this year and not a much larger program is because, frankly, the city needs to see what the demand is like in the different populations. Um, so, but you know, well, we with, with, we're, with, we're looking forward to working with the city council, working with Speaker Johnson and uh, Councilmember Chaim Deutsch to expand this as we see the demand. Right. Um, well, with which that, we know is there. Frankly. With that in mind, do certain people need to pay careful attention to this and and make it known in some special way that that they want the kosher food? Like, is there something that the students and their parents need to do? Uh, in order to uh, you know get us to the point where this is going to become permanent, you know I think I think we made a, a great uh, step here, and I think it was it was really a historic step here. Um, I think over time, well, we're they're going to roll it out uh, in limited in the public schools and, and the non-public schools. Really, it's going to be rolled out in a very uh, focused and directed fashion over the next few months. Um, my understanding is, as that kind of feedback comes in in those focus areas. The, the DOE will make an analysis, and they'll kind of we'll have to work to to, to interpret that analysis with them and see where we can go from there. Right. But obviously, obviously, parents who have parents who are affected by this, whether they're in non-public schools, Jewish schools, yeshivas, you know, Islamic schools, whatever else, um, or public schools, frankly, if they're if they want to get involved, and they want to be, they want to make sure that the DOE and the people you know, the policy stakeholders and everyone else understands the issue, they should feel free to reach out to us, obviously, um, because, you know, we're here to help. Um, and frankly, people, if you don't tell people that it's an issue, if you don't reach out to your council members and your elected officials and tell them that this is an issue that they need to address, um, you know, uh, politicians are many things, many great things, but they're not mind readers necessarily. So I, I would definitely encourage people to reach out to me, reach out to the local elected officials. That's how it's going to grow. Well, there's information at OU.org. How do people get in touch directly with your department? You know, they can just uh, shoot me an email with jadler at OU.org. It's usually the best way to get a response. I'm on, I'm on my phone 24-6. All right, so jadler at OU.org. The other interesting part for us on this whole thing, and again, folks, we're talking about the, uh, the job that Teach NYS has done with the city council's decision to create kosher and halal school lunch programs in the New York City public school system. The other thing that we find interesting about all this, it's no secret uh, that you know, for years, maybe we're going on you know, over a decade already, um, the, um, the religious communities of New York, especially the Jewish and Catholic um, uh, leaders, have worked very closely on the whole tuition issue. My question is, um, I know that this decision was made by the city council and the creation of both kosher and halal school lunch programs. Did you guys work closely with Muslim leaders, Islamic leaders in New York to get this done, or is it just you know an effort that was made you know separately by the two groups? No, you know, I, I, I um, number one, you're 100 percent right about the history of the different groups working together um, and the. New York State Catholic Conference and the New York Archdiocese and our group and other groups, including Israel and other groups, have always worked together very closely on the tuition issue at large. 
um, this issue was kind of a real, real great unifier between our our community and the Muslim community, the Islamic Schools Association, um, and and the various different Islamic leaders across the uh, the city. It, um, we definitely worked hand in glove with them. In October, we had a rally with Muslim students, Jewish students, um, Sheikh Musa Drama from the Islamic Leadership Academy in Brooklyn, and Rafiq Mohammed from Alisan Academy in Queens. We've worked very closely with all of these communal leaders across the across the faith divide, so to speak, in the in the Muslim world. Um, very proudly, frankly, because you know my opinion is if if our mission here for Qalisol and for the larger community is to accomplish a certain goal, we are not in any position to turn down anyone's help, uh, especially if they're in the same position as we are. So, you know, Baruch Hashem, we've worked very very well with the Islamic community across New York State, but specifically New York City here. And this is one of the products of that uh, collaboration. So, for instance, the press conference on the steps of City Hall, there are, there are people from our community and plenty of people from the Islamic community altogether. Yes, yeah, it's, it's actually a beautiful visual. I can, I can send you a picture offline of, of you know, hijabs and, um, and Muslim, you know, dress. And then, you know, you have religious Jews and yarmulkes and women with chaitals and things like that. It's, uh, it's a New York moment. You know, it's New York at its best. Very very interesting. So how many how many kosher food vendors have been in touch with the uh, New York City Public School so far? <laughs> you know what? I'll, I will leave that to the fine people at the New York City DOE and DCAS. I'm, uh, I'm not going to touch the kosher food vendor issue. I'm sure there's wonderful people out there prepared to provide those meals and uh, can't wait for them to start doing it. Well, your leader, Executive Vice President of the OU, Alan Fagan, said, we believe when the city claims its programs serve all students, quote-unquote all students, we have a responsibility to ensure that no one's left out. This new initiative will begin that process. No question about it. They did really well on this. Uh, the council did well. As you said, the speaker, uh, those city council members, including Chaim Deutsch, who worked on it, uh, they really did. This was a home run, you'd have to say, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, I have to say, this is this is the first year of the new leadership in the council. Speaker Johnson, we met with him in the fall. Before he was speaker, we, we, when this issue was just emerging, he really grabbed a hold of it right away, and between him and Councilmember Chaim Deutsch, um, who we all know represents the community in Brooklyn, um, the two of these these council members and and they not only grabbed a hold of this, they were ferocious about this issue. Mm. Um, so the community as a whole really owes both the speaker, Speaker Johnson, and Councilmember Deutsch a tremendous, tremendous um, debt of gratitude and Hakarasatov and everything else for what they've championed here. It's historic, um, and I don't think, frankly, people like the Speaker or like Councilmember Deutsch have gotten enough credit for it. I don't think they're seeking enough credit for it. I think I think we owe them a tremendous amount of, uh, of fanfare here. So that's just my last minute, my last minute, Hakarasatov, for the end of the July 4th weekend. This is, this is really... This is a big one, Malcolm. Oh, we totally agree with you. Jake Adler, everybody. He's Teach NYS Policy Director, of course, at the uh, Orthodox Union. Uh, great news, no joke, a kosher school lunch program is coming to the New York City public school system. Jake, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Take care and Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom to you. Thursday morning broadcast, you're listening to JM in the AM.